Hey, this is Jacob and Shane of Thunderwolf Podcast. A quick message before you begin this episode. Some things have changed since we recorded and released it. So at the end of this episode, disregard. We're no longer part of Magic Squirrel Network, and our new link to merchandise is teespring.com slash awoo. That's teespring.com slash A-A-W-O-O. So enjoy. Podcast where juniper berries grow in wildfire like the death of a red giant. We're here in the spare bedroom studio. I'm Jacob. This is Shane. What's up, man? How are you? That was a hell of an intro. Thanks, dude. I like that stuff. What's up, Corey? How are you doing? He's good, man. He's Give good. us the, the old-fashioned thumbs up. We are good to go. <laughs> How are you, man? Good. Glad to be here. It's Sunday. Not such a beautiful day outside, but you know, what are you going to do? We've got some nice rain come down. Not snow, though. That's yeah. what you're supposed to say, right? Speaking of weather, man, yesterday was crazy in terms of the tsunami that hit Oh yeah, this part of the, the state. Yeah, let's talk about yesterday. Okay. That was a lot of fun. It was. We did a lot of fun things. We did a lot of man shit. A lot of man shit. We went to uh, VRA, shooting range in, in Newcastle. Newcastle. Yep. What did you think about that? That was really cool. That was one of probably like my third... Um, like time ever going to an actual shooting range yeah. and that was probably the best one I've ever been to. That place is no shit. super impressive. I've never been anywhere where they had um, the setup they had with like you could pull up games and yeah. different things instead of just shooting a piece of paper. They had like a one, one where it showed like the human body and then it showed like the organs and the heart and the brain and everything. So you really knew what if you were shooting a person, what what you'd what, be what hitting. You hit. Yeah, yeah. Calvin was pretty good at shooting the peepee, wasn't? Yeah, he? right in the <laughs> right in the dick. That's all he was going after. I loved it. Yeah, I would. And then you were kind of the, you were going for the heart a lot. Yeah, it seemed like you had some pin up, dude. <laughs> Like I was somebody, playing Cupid. I was yeah. playing Cupid with my forty-four. Like somebody had really, yeah, that thing, man. Woo! Well, baby. Well, it's funny because like me and Calvin kind of sat back and watched you get ready to shoot that, and we wanted to see people's reaction to like you firing it. And I saw like the guy next to you like peek around and be like, "What the <laughs> fuck does this guy have?" Yeah. Yeah, that thing is impressive. I was surprised some of those kids didn't start crying. I was in there one time. Yeah. That was my, I think, third time going in there to yeah. VRA. And the first time I pulled out the uh, 44 in there, the guy, Mike, who was the one who checked us in. Okay, out, yeah. Out front, he was the range officer that day. Okay. So he was back there with us. He was like, oh, okay. You, yeah. got, you got a big one there. A 44 yep. revolver for just to, yeah. to make sure people Say, know what you were. Ruger, uh, Super Blackhawk, Beasley or Beasley, however you say I it. I just don't know. I can't think of any scenario where that would be oh, every the gun scenario. of choice. Any scenario. I mean, yes, but no. Yeah, at any the same scenario. Time, like, a moose attack. A, like, is that, your everyday, is that your everyday carry? I carried that thing for a while. <laughs> Dude, I, well, where? Like, On my where hip. Like, did you wear uh, two sizes up like or something? Like a duster. <laughs> or like awesome. a, a, a duster. Arm, armpit holster. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a, a sling. Those so are cool. I bought it from a farmer. Uh, back in the days when you could sell guns on Facebook. Oh, I didn't you know, know that was a thing. Forever. 
Yeah, it was for wow. a little bit. It wasn't uh, against the rules. Yeah, one of the big you know talking points. I can't imagine world. why they got rid of it. <laughs> right, because <laughs> somebody said, "Hey, I got this big fucking cannon. Yeah. Uh, give me money, and it's yours." Yeah, so that's what I did. Yeah. I thought that looks cool. Um, that was my first handgun. I think it might have been my first handgun. That was yeah, the forty-four. So I started off with that. Yeah, so. dude. Uh, like that's the first time I've shot anything like that big. Especially, I mean, I may have shot a rifle yeah. or something like that. But just the very like, different. You feel hands. the the like impact on your face. I know that sounds sexual, but <laughs> <laughs> you feel like oh, all, guns is all sexual. Oh, for sure. You can say a lot of things that pertain to both guns and sex. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But we shot um, what we figured out like seven different guns. Yeah. Our buddy Calvin, which uh, depending on how these episodes come out, you may have heard him or mm-hmm. you will. One mm-hmm. of the two. We don't know how what order these first three are going to come out. But our buddy Calvin. Um, is looking to be a goan hunter. A goan hunter. A goan hunter. He's such a goan hunter. He's a goan hunter. That sounds like it's something. What's though, a goan hunter? I don't know. It sounds cool as fuck though. <laughs> he ain't nothing but a goan hunter. Calvin doesn't know, but he's gonna be a goan hunter. Um, so he's gonna be a gun owner, and he we kind of got the, more sense. We got there earlier than you, and we looked at a bunch of not because you were late or anything, but because we looked at because <laughs> you were fucking early, dude. <laughs> yeah, I'm bad about that. You gotta watch me. I'll come four hours early. Uh, but we looked at a bunch of different guns and kind of, you know, when you're looking for a gun, I think it's important to get, like, go through them and get what yeah. feels good in your hand. Yep. Try and them all out. depending on whether you're looking for something that's like a carry gun, you want it to be a little thinner and fits in your waistband a little bit better, or if you're looking for something like home protection, which you just kind of get like a double stack yeah. and it can have more rounds, it can be a little thicker, or... I was telling him he could even go for a shotgun and then kind of if somebody comes in your house, you just blow holes in them. Yeah. But the thing about, I told him that he might want to think about is get a gun that he, cause he doesn't have his carry permit and then he could eventually have that gun as his carry gun once he gets his permit. So you can kind of get the best of both worlds. Yeah. But so you can really experiment with the different ones. That, yeah. th- that's a big thing, man. Like in the gun world, you're going to find people who, Glocks are the only I know. thing, man. Forty fives. If you don't carry a forty five, then you're a fucking idiot. Well, that's what he said. It's, it's something like, that he said that kind of like, like resonated with me. Try was him. That he um, said, I don't know if he wants me to say this or not. It's not like too big of a deal. But he said that I want, I want to get a gun that my uh, father in law is not going to give me shit about. So he was trying to find and figure out what, because his apparently his father in law like makes the ammo like presses it oh. and everything does all that stuff yep 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 yep. i saw uh the clock yeah yeah, yeah. with so, the with the, all the casings on it that right. was really cool so that makes me think that he's kind of like old you know old-fashioned or might like the the old-fashionedness of like a 1911 or something like but anyways i was just telling him like you can't like i don't think there's too many people that are like hate glocks yeah but I mean, I I would never buy a gun because someone else exactly. But I was kind of telling them that like, who cares? I think having a gun is kind of rad, anyways. It doesn't matter. Part of that, I think, part of the gun ownership is uh, owning your conviction. Like, yeah, I'm a man. I'm going to pre- or a woman. Like, yeah, I'm not trying to be yeah. divisive on that. Yeah, whatever, dude. No, I'm gonna own a gun. Yeah, and this is the one I'm gonna own. Well, the and best I'm part. I'm gonna get good with this one, and exactly. I'm gonna. It's gonna be me. Exactly. It's not about my and father-in-law I, says this gun's a bitch. And I think what you just said is how you should go about buying a yeah. gun because it's important to to figure out what you like. 
Yes. And to Absolutely. and how certain guns feel in your hands and how you like because you're not gonna like everything someone else like. So I was trying to be like when I was telling him I like I wasn't telling him what I liked. I right. was just giving him kind of the open ended of everything, and he felt like the. You know, the Glock, and like he said, his dad carried a Beretta, so he wanted to try that. Berettas are nice yeah, guns. Yeah, that Storm, the PX Storm, I really, I almost got one of those as my yeah. first gun. But yesterday, anyways, he rented two guns, which is like the, I always get this name wrong, H and K, Heckler, is it Heckler and HK? Or K? Something. K and H. I don't know. I think man. it's Heckler and Cook. I tend to know my stuff and not know shit about <laughs> yeah, anything but else. Yeah, I... I uh, it's and another thing is it's K O C H, which I don't ever know if that's cock or cook or, but yeah, it's I don't know I'm pretty sure it's like Heckler and. Cook. But anyways, he tried one of those. I don't know too much about those guns, so we'll probably get a lot of shit for that. And then he got a Glock 19, I think, was the other gun. He said he ended up really liking the Glock. Yeah. So and I was telling him, he said another thing that was pretty funny was that when he held that Glock. I was telling him, like, you can do a lot of stuff to Glock. And he's like, man, well, maybe I shouldn't get it then. I was like, why? He's like, because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole of, like, always Ex- buying shit. For, yeah. And he'll totally do that. Accessorizing every Oh, with the vape world. Yeah, he's yeah. in real big into the vape thing. And he's got, like, a drawer at his house next to the couch. This is my dead drawer <laughs> vapes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he pulls it out. And so I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, he showed me some of those. They're really cool. But yeah. that that is something. Luckily, I mean you know, depending on how you look at it. Luckily, guns are a lot more than vapes. So you tend not to do that. But a good buddy of mine, um, my hunting partner, best friend for a long time, he he started out anti-gun completely. Like hyper, you know, Mm -hmm. no gun, nobody dessert, et cetera. All of the arguments. He got broken into the third time and he decided that was it. Yeah. His, it, he found out he was his neighbor. It was dangerous meth oh, head kind of dude. So he was like, man, I really like maybe need to reconsider my position. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I'm, I'm not going to go out and become a gun guy. I'm going to, you know, get a gun to protect myself. That was kind of that, that disposition. And now he's obsessed <laughs> more guns than I do. Talks more about it. Shows oh, yeah. me channels and it's stuff. A, and I love it. It's a rabbit hole, dude. He's found something that he's really passionate about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, he knows a lot now, which is really cool. Yeah, um, and I've always thought like, but it is a rabbit hole. You know, like um, tasers are lame, and they don't really do anything. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like you'd have to really get somebody on their skin with a taser to really like completely knock them down to the ground. I don't really know. I've never been. He to got him. his. He called me last night, and I said, "Hey, what's up, man?" Because he, he sent me a text. Mm-hmm. We were out at, uh, you know, I was hanging out after after rehearsal, and he called and. Uh, said, "Hey man, uh, tasers hurt." <laughs> I said, "What?" He goes, "He got one for his girlfriend." Yeah, and he said, "So I wanted to make sure it worked, and I hit myself in the leg with it, and I fell yeah. down." So yeah, they work. I know they work, but the thing with that is, like, if someone's got layers on or clo- yeah. like, and they're attacking you, and you're a woman, yeah, it's gonna be kind of hard for you to like get a spot where it's gonna completely immobilize them, and you know what I mean. So that's the problem I have. I always thought I always thought about buying my girlfriend bear mace. Yeah. Because it has like a, it shoots like 20 feet or something crazy like that. Oh, man. Yeah. Keep you, going. I've got a bear mace story. And you completely like, that will fuck somebody up. The only thing you got to be careful about is like shooting it off in your car. Or in a store, yeah. which is a little bit of a tangent, but do you want to hear my bear sure. mace story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bear mace. That shit is potent. So um, when I worked at the store, um, when I first came in, there was a group of girls there, group of women, and you know, showing me the ropes, et cetera. 
And they were like, by the way, this here, this is bear mace. <laughs> I was like, why do we have bear mace? They're like, well, you know, store women. We've got it for our protection. We keep it here tucked away. Yeah. At the last counter at the far back, farthest right. Okay, cool. Well, time happened and everybody got promoted or left or went to do other things and, you know, different people, new team, et cetera. And it just kind of was there. Nobody talked about it. Nobody mentioned it. It was there. Move into the story. So one day I'm filing papers in the back and two guys came in working with uh, one of the female employees out front. I hear him cutting up, having a good time, talking, chit-chatting, laughing, you know, the whole thing. And then I hear a little bit change where I hear coughing. And I was like, man, what is so funny out there? Yeah. So I opened the door and took a step in, like smiling, like going to become part of this moment. Like, hey, this is a cool celebratory moment. (laughs) Instantly, my eyes fucking burned. My throat swelled shut instantly. And I realized they weren't coughing because they were laughing. They were dying. And they were they holding were their shirts over their faces yeah. and they were like heading towards the front door. I realized in that moment exactly what happened without ever seeing the whole thing. Yeah. So Once I you turned felt away. Mace in your face. You, you know it. it. You know, you know it. it's yeah. just it's just pepper. And everywhere. have you ever I mean, I, I know you didn't see it actually get shot off, but have yeah. you seen like Oh yeah. It black like it completely like it's like a fire hose of fucking yeah. mace that so comes I, out. I ended up having to go back and get all this shit out of there but i i went back into the back room shut the door told everyone to get out the back we came around to the front and i asked him what happened so this girl new person never mentioned etc she got it out these guys are needing their phone clean because it's not working she thought it was uh air she and thought it can. was canned air <laughs> It says bear mace on it. Oh, Warning. Man. It's got a picture of a, an Alaskan fucking bear on the front. Oh There's God. a safety nozzle on top. You have to pull this like lever Damn. off to get it to pr- go into batteries. So, so you can she's spray. an idiot. So she bit. takes this fucking mace, shakes it up, <laughs> pulls the safety label <laughs> off, holds the phone. There's a computer monitor in front of her. Yeah. Customers on the other side. Oh, shit. Sprays the mace. It hits the phone ricochets back into her eyes she yeah and she's done. all of it she's fucking done sprays up it sprays jettisons off onto the computer splatters onto the desk splatters onto the keyboard in the keyboard and up into the customer's Jeez. eyes so just three people maced <laughs> bear mace out of the worst place at somewhere you would never expect it that's great yeah, they ended up being really cool dudes, and they were outdoorsmen, and they thought it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Yeah, they're like, they, wasn't expecting that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it could have it. It went the, real the, sour. Yeah, the complete opposite <laughs> All way. of us could have gone, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so so Bear Mace, it works. I was going to say that, so that's why I thought about buying that <laughs> yeah. for my girlfriend, and, and not so much the taser. And then I want my I would like my girlfriend to have a gun, but I just think with having the little one around, it's kind of kind of a like she can't really care. Like what if you know she goes through her purse or something like that? So I I think guns are important to teach kids, but there is Mm -hmm. that age, and there is an age where you are too little. I agree. Uh, You you can't you can't begin to understand or respect what they are what they do or what they're for. There was some little ones at the gun range yesterday, like which is really cool to see. Yeah, they were. Of the of the age, I think is acceptable yeah. to be there and kind of get at least some exposure to guns. Yeah, I, guns exist. Mm-hmm. Bad things exist. People exist, etc. Mm-hmm. All of that shit. I don't think it makes any sense to hide 
children, your children, yeah. developing people, etc., mm-hmm. from what exists. And pretend like show the respect. pretend like it's not like it doesn't exist. Yeah. It's not there. Yeah, I agree. And so that that was really cool to see. That guy like six fucking kids. I know. He's and like, damn, that's a huge fucking family. He's like, bring the boy up here. <laughs> the one little guy, he was scared yeah, shitless. Yeah, yeah. And then you had you were it didn't help with your fucking forty four. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Hey, yeah, teach your own. So you had that. You had another revolver that was like a twenty-two, which Calvin yeah. loved. That's the uh, the Heritage. Is it Heritage? Heritage Rough Rider, I think yeah. is what it's it had, called. Had absolutely no recoil 22. or anything to it. Yeah. So that was cool. That was fun to shoot. I got that one just to go out and go to like someone's farm mm-hmm. backyard shooting range and yeah. just plink all day. That just is pew, pew, that's pew, a pew. cool gun. Cheap I, and cool. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I had the, my dad gave me a 10 millimeter Colt. Dude, that gun was cool. Double was, Eagle, right? Yeah, double Eagle. Yep. So nice. And then I had a Smith & Wesson 40. And then we had, like I said, both the guns, guns at Galvin. God. <laughs> Galvin. Galvin and Galvin. Galvin at the gun range. Ganoner and. Ganoner and Ganin. Um, but those two guns that Calvin brought. Did you shoot my little SIG? Yeah, I got to shoot it. Remember, like the last clip yeah. that me oh, and yeah, Calvin yeah, shared? Yeah. That last mag. Yeah. But yeah, we had a good time. And then after that, it's kind of something I want you to talk about a little bit. But yeah. not only do you do this podcast, you do some other things that are pretty exciting. And you invited us to go to a studio, which was at, yeah. at first glance, or you telling us was very like, what are we getting ourselves into? Oh, yeah. And then just from me and Calvin's uh, perspective, we kind of drove out there and we were like, man, what is going on? We're going to the middle of Newcastle on Wilbur Wright on Road. The outside, or, yeah, in the know, middle Newcastle. Out where uh, Wilbur Wright was born. Because <laughs> we looked it up and we're like, that, like Calvin's like, that Wilbur Wright? And you know, I'm like, yeah, dude. The, the <laughs> Wilbur guy. Wright, dude. And then I proceeded to tell him, no, I think it's the guy that invented post it notes. And then he believed me. <laughs> For a good five minutes, and I was like, "No." He's like, "Oh, he does. He didn't do that." I'm like, "No, no the other Wilburite dude, yeah. the one who I totally stole that from uh, the Romy and Michelle's high school reunion." Yeah, they say that they've been to post-it notes. <laughs> Obviously, I haven't seen that movie. But anyway, so we get out there and we go down this long. It had to been like 150 yeah. yard. Yeah, uh, driveway. Oh, I think his, I think he's told me before it is the longest driveway in Indiana. Maybe, oh, wow. maybe. It's long. Yeah. Like, you can't see the house no. from the road at all. So we go down this driveway, and Calvin's car is low to the ground. It's, like, scraping yeah. on the ground. It's raining. It's just... And then, you know, we pull up, and it just looks like there's no way there's a studio at <laughs> and this And I house. wasn't there yet. <laughs> yeah, and you were like, we'll be there in a minute. And then... Uh, so so you're like, yeah, let's go inside. So we walk in, and to, to what to looks like a normal house. Yeah. And then you walk in, and all it is is all a it is. studio. 100%. And it's, a like, a legit... Yeah, hundred percent. Like I've never seen anything like it in my ha- in my life. Studio. Yeah. I I love I love I love that. I don't I don't try to oversell it. Yeah, you didn't because we didn't know what to expect at all. It's a studio, and it needs that respect. Yeah, it's. I always joke with everyone and tell them when I hey man, you want to come out the studio with me? Yeah. Hang out like we're gonna be you know playing music. We're gonna be writing shit or hey, we're just gonna hang out with this other band or whatever. They always think. Because every you everyone knows a dude with a studio, yeah, and he sits in his fucking flannel pajamas, yeah, in his basement with on, a MacBook, on Fruit Loops, or yeah. Fruity Loops, or whatever. Fruit, I got Fruity Loops, man. Yeah, not knocking any of that shit. <laughs> I am, but it's not a fucking studio. Yeah, not like this. And, and this it, is it. This the, is a studio. And the good thing about it was, 
like you didn't really give us any kind of structure to yeah. what we were getting into so that we were like very open ended. like we didn't know what was going to happen. And then the perfect thing with the driveway and his car scraping in the bottom, we're like, dude, this is fucked. And then we pull up sketch and then it went from being the, like, this is going to be horrible to the open. And that was almost the perfect thing to happen before we walked in. Yep. Because as soon as we walked in, it was like, holy shit. And then it went yeah. from like the worst expectations to like, exceeding our expectations yeah. and it's like the traditional studio where you walk in and there's like couches on one side and then a big ass glass window and you look through and there's fucking like a drum set and like yeah it's set up like you see shit in movies we got three iso booths and then the main yeah. room for drums which is crazy and, and that's so what we've been doing go, yeah go ahead and tell everybody what you, what i mean what's what you yeah got cooking. so uh we working at the studio i've been going out there for about five six years now um i met the guitarist of the band um mark great friend of mine uh, a long time ago i used to go out with some friends to applebee's hang out and that was when i first started really kind of becoming or accepting owning the uh i'm a poet kind of shit because i write a lot you know and i had notebooks and things and i saw this other guy who'd show up and eventually, you know, we went every week. And so we started talking. He said the same kind of thing. Hey, man, come on out to the studio, man. Like, it'll be a lot of, a lot of fun. Right. I had the same kind of <laughs> adventure. Like, holy shit, this yeah. is it. And then it was something else. So we've been in there now. Uh, last night was our sixth rehearsal, I think. Six. Mm -hmm. uh, we've had seven weeks in, six rehearsals now. Um, we're, we're banned to tribes. And... Uh, we we had our our nice rehearsal where we have a set list now we have our songs that we know and mm -hmm. we've got them in our particular order to tell our story and uh i thought it would be a cool thing afterwards to have you guys come out um we got mark on guitar mark muse uh scott guys on drums mm -hmm. known him for a while great guy um and then Jerry, I don't know his last name, and I won't until after <laughs> yeah. after our show. That's the cool thing about Jerry is he just oh, yeah. it's almost he takes honor in being the the having no last name. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jerry, he just he's Jerry. He's yeah. a great fucking dude, great bass player. Yeah, and he just I mean when he himself. does talk, it seems like he's very like kind of a he has purpose when he talks. Silent Bob kind but, of guy. Yes, but when he and then he doesn't really say anything, and then you're like, what's up with this guy? And then when he does talk, he's super nice and yeah. like. He was, you know, telling us like, "Be careful about deer," because we had some guy, the a deer ran on the other side of their car <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. Oh, it's real. Yeah, I've so. gone out there and there are deer on the sides up in those little yeah. hills of the it's drive. It's so dark out there too, man. Like, yeah, it's and, and I want to shout his name, Greg, Greg oh, Weishite, yeah. owner, uh, proprietor, creator of that whole yeah oasis. Very eccentric fellow. Like he I is very, him. like he's a full on farmer. Yeah. And then he had, and then he's just clearly like obsessed with music enough to have, you know, had this instead yep. of building a house yeah. to live in, he yeah. was like, you know what? I think I'll build a studio. Yeah. So, and, it's, and it is that oasis. The people around yeah. here, like, it's just the it's studio. Kind of, I was thinking last night, it's like kind of like the epitome of just like being you and doing yeah. what you want to do. Like, he just decided, like, I'm going to be a farmer, but I'm also going to, like, you know, I hate when they like categorize, categorize people. You're like, I'm a farmer. Yeah. You're not really allowed to be anything else. Yep. You're a farmer. But you take two so different things, like a guy that's like a rocker, or so into music, you kind of get that feeling, and then you get the farmer feeling. Yeah. You don't very rarely see them together. And it's cool how he just kind of decided to, to be that and doesn't really give a fuck what anybody else no, thinks. He or, doesn't. And he's very, like, he does. You can, I was telling him last night, he seems like the kind of person when he gets into something, he like, 
is very he gets into it and i'm very much the same way like he has those guns or whatever and he he has like a station where he like has tools and takes them apart and doesn't and that's very cool i I mean you know just the the studio itself was just like is unbelievable something i can't even imagine the amount of time that he's put in especially something that you see like that in indiana like yeah newcastle indiana exactly just outside newcastle and before hagerstown you know either way around um yeah, it's 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 a really cool place, and yeah. uh, I I was out there hanging out one night because this is the first band I've fronted for. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that, you, we forgot to say yeah. that you're the I always do the front man, right? Yeah, yeah. the front man for the tribes. Pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, Mark and I were hanging out there one night, and Mark was going through. He's got dude so many fucking songs out there recorded, like yeah. y- like a decade worth of songs, and Mark yeah. is pretty prolific at writing. And we were just hanging out there one day. Uh, one Sunday, um, it was the day after. It was the day after we talked about doing the podcast. Yeah, I know all this was both happening for you at the almost the exact same time. At the time. same time, yeah. Um, it was it was that Sunday after because we we had just talked and I was like, yeah, man, you know this guy Shane. We're talking about it. And mm-hmm. It was real cool. Uh, we were listening to his old songs because a friend of ours um, is a drummer. Friend of friend of the studios as well is a drummer and is in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And he has a band down there, and they do gigs. And so he was saying, "Hey, Mark, man, like you know, get yourself a band together, and we'll make something happen." Yeah. So Mark was talking about, "Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get a couple guys in and do this thing." And then we listened to some songs, and we'd recorded songs about five years ago when I first went out there, mm-hmm. just tested the waters. I was real shy, real timid, real nervous. Couldn't talk to well, people come, really. It comes so. with the territory a little bit. It though. does. Yeah. Anytime, I mean, I don't know because I've never been a lead singer in a band, yeah. but I feel like if you're putting yourself out there, probably the first time you do it and you kind of let your voice <laughs> yeah. go, it's probably a little nerve-wracking. The first time you step in front of a mic, uh, I, I did at least. The first time I stepped in front of a mic, just scared shitless. I was like, I don't know how to speak. I don't know how to <laughs> yeah. sing. Like, I just picture you out. being like, hey, I'm Jacob and this hey, is the tribes. <laughs> Well, at that time, I didn't even go by Jacob. I just tried not to. Yeah. That's another story. Well, they also go, they they call you Cerber in there. So just yeah, like pretty yeah. much everybody does. Yeah. That's, yeah. And not not by me asking, it's just kind of the thing. The only, yeah. here in your backyard, uh, friend Chris, um, what's yeah. his last name? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. Great dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I never remember people's names. Are you talking about the dude with the motorcycle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He's super uh, cool. For whatever reason, it, I I don't know if it was that kind of musical quality because I know he does he's bass I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, hey man, I'm Cerber. Yeah. Everyone else is like, hi, I'm Jacob. <laughs> For yeah. whatever reason, but most of the time is that's just what it becomes. Right. So we've been out there, you know, getting together. We're working on putting a show together for Nashville. Yeah. Mark asked me to do it. I said yeah. So we've been rocking it out. That's awesome, man. A lot of creativity between this and the band is kind of like you're over, probably a little bit overwhelmed with those two things. But oh, man. I'm so excited to be doing stuff. I've It's exciting. Being there and watching yeah. you guys doing was was exciting. I wanted to be in a band just by like sitting there watching it. I was like jealous. That's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know what you actually <clears throat> thought. No sugarcoating. No, what I think did you first think, of all, feel? Me, I mean, I can speak for Calvin when I say we were like literally blown away and then just like that feeling of like you see in movies and stuff, music and people recording and they go through that phase where they record. And that was exactly how it was. And it was like very high energy. And the kind of music you guys play is very like, 
I don't know. I don't like uplifting. Like it's very like you get in that moment and you're like, I'm sitting like, I think the entire time I was there, I was like, you know, stomping my foot and doing like, it was cool to hear someone, you know, doing something that impressive and then meeting a bunch of like-minded people like those guys. Yeah. And then me and Calvin left there like, dude, I haven't met people like that in a long time that are that fucking cool and like-minded and super nice. Every single one of those guys was super nice and very like, we all went straight into talking about like, there wasn't like this awkward period where we were kind of feeling each other out. Everyone was like straight into talking about like conspiracies and, and the government and like all, and just right off the bat, like I had, I had known some of those dudes for like five minutes and we were already rock dudes. (laughs) Yeah. And then we were just talking about like post Malone and how he, you know, who sold out, who didn't Scott and I Takashi six, nine and just ran it. Like, (laughs) and I had, those were probably like the, the fifth thing I had talked about that guy to ever. And we were already talking about things that, you know, like that kind of like like-minded vibe of everyone's yeah. just kind of vibing off each other and having a good-ass conversation with good people. The, the people who come out there and the people who really understand and respect what it is. I mean, mm-hmm. not only for the music of the recording, but the hangout part is so important too because yeah. all of that plays into that energy in the, in sure, the that studio. Sure, that makes sense. And so anybody who comes out there and really gets it and really respects and understands it instantly, are there? everybody's on the same level there right. isn't that going to a bar and like, hey, man, I like your shirt and like skirting or trying to find, you know, that relationship. So that's sense. really cool that you had yeah. that. And I, I, I'm glad you guys enjoyed it, too. That, it, and another thing, it, it would have been really easy for us to just not come. Yeah. And be like, yeah. nah, you know, I don't like because I'm one of those people that like meeting new people for me is yep. like a chore. Like, yeah. it's just so like, God, do I really have to go to this place with a bunch of people I don't know? Right. And, you know, I go into, unfortunately, I go into every situation like that because that's just how I am. Like, I feel like I got enough friends, you know what I mean? I, like, I'm not saying I have a, I'm, I have a plethora You're or anything. You're four, yeah. four billion now, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like, seriously, like four or five. And to me, I, I think once you have too many friends, it just starts to become a chore trying to keep up with everybody's All lives. I can barely keep up with the relationships I have and stuff. So it, it you know, it's just one of those things where I, you have to be pretty special for, me yeah. to and I'm not saying like I <laughs> I chose you or you know or anything like that. <laughs> no, I get it. Though, I'm just man. fucking saying like I I can I'm to the point where I feel like I can pick and choose. Relationships are work. Yeah, they are work. And if you want to build the relationships to be really good, mm-hmm. you're gonna put a lot of time and effort in them. And that's what I see people as before, as I see them as a person. <laughs> I just see them as like an object of willing, a relationship. Yeah, <laughs> am I willing to put in work to be your friend? <laughs> no, it's uh, uh, it's a good point because it's like you have to text them and then like you're we're getting old. <laughs> that's what happens. Dude, <laughs> dude, when I was. 20 i was like i'm fucking everybody's cool yeah you kind of seem shady but let's hang out like shit like that so now it's like mm, yeah mm, i mm, i barely like hang out with the friends i got because of time and everything so why add more yeah but those are guys you know especially with what we have going on creativity creativity i can't say what is it i like it no say what is it say say the right one creatively creatively why couldn't i think of that my brain is like (laughs) but anyways um i like what we have going on that way and that we will be able to i was telling those guys last night before we left that we're going to be able to help each other you know we'll be able to put out the word for the band and they'll be able to help us with like the intro that we got going on and um Hopefully, you guys will have heard that intro at the beginning yeah. of this. We're looking to uh, record podcast. that tonight. Yeah. So, I mean, you'll hear it, of course, on all of them. But yeah, uh, Mark and uh, friend Nate, a new guy. Um, man, I can't think of his name. Drummer. Yeah. I haven't met him yet. 
but uh and just know that we put in some work and yeah. the, you know the, the, those guys at the studio are going to help us come up with a well we already have the guitar riff and, yep. and add some drums and some other things and mark wrote it pro bono i asked him yeah. i told him we'd commission him um and yeah. he said he wants to do yeah. this for us and that's which awesome. is so fucking cool and that's why i think it's cool to have like-minded create creativity based <laughs> people that want to help each other out yeah. and i just think it's cool man and i'm like i'm all about being in that like think tank of people Sharing who are, are a community and who are helping each other so to to go to our name tribes the tribes mm-hmm. um you know something that mark and i talked about five years ago and we've kind of hinted to uh, before and i know we're going to again um with just the state of people as mm-hmm. a whole and how it just feels like everybody's broken up into little yeah. boxes and uh you know you can't really talk to that person because this or that or mm-hmm. whoever they are so something we talked about when we you know recorded some of these songs years ago was uh that this this idea of community is essentially gone in the digital age. We mentioned yeah. that with Calvin, but we can we can find the right people instead mm-hmm. of trying to make everybody around us follow some ideal. Yeah, we can just find the people who are already thinking like that, not the same but similar mindedness, and bring them together. Well, have you ever heard that? Like, even though it's a super overused term, but like you are the five people you hang out with yeah. the most. Yep. Like as much as I see that on the internet and in some yeah. dumb like font with like on Pinterest or some <laughs> right. stupid shit like that. I believe that. I right. believe that you beyond really, the cliche. I do. I, and, and like some I of these, too. some of these phrases, even if they are cliche, they're cliche and they're a phrase for a reason. Exactly. And they have to have some kind of sense that they make or whatever. So I think that's actually like, and I want to surround myself and I know I sound like people like that's another thing people say all the time, but I do want to surround myself with people who I want to be more like and be creative, creative. What is my fucking problem (laughs) with that word? word, We'll just cut it out. It's not part of your language anymore. I I can't even say the word creative. uh, Draw it out on the flashcard. Uh, Corey, can you write that? Just put that on the screen yeah, for him so he has dry erase. reference. <laughs> He's going to have to do like the hyphens between it. Like, create. Yeah, put the uh, pronunciation underneath it too. <laughs> I don't know why, dude. But anyways, yeah. I so get it. I, but I, But like I said, I can speak for Cal when I say it was awesome. And That's shout awesome. out to those guys. Yeah. And I look forward to all the things that we're going to do with them, not sexually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I look forward to having them on this podcast. Yeah, that'll be really um, cool. You know, individually and, you know, a couple of people together and those kind of things because we only have so many mics. But eventually, I want, before you guys head out to Nashville, I want to do like yeah. a podcast with the whole band and me and you. Whether we got to get more mics or share mics, whatever it's got to take. Greg said he would let us borrow exactly. some. Yeah. Uh, Greg, you know, we, we got a four-channel four mixer right now. Yeah. And it, right away when we first started talking about this, I was going yeah. out there and saying, hey, Greg, you know, I'm having this trouble with this software we're using or this. And he would give me advice, yeah. and I'd come in and try it. Dude's a it mad, mad genius. He's right like, then, I told him we had four, and he was like, oh. Fuck, man! Like I yeah. got mics. I'll sound, set you up. He sounds just like him for a dude. second. <laughs> oh yeah, he's great. He's super excited and he's just like, about everything. Yeah, dude. But he's he's so fun to talk to. What like, the fucking fuck, man? Like, yeah, that's his, that's his classic what phrase. Fuck you, fuck, man. It's so yeah. good. But it's funny because if anyone else almost would have been out there while you guys were in there jamming, I probably would have been like, all right, let's leave. Cause <laughs> like, because, Oh, cause the music blew. No, it wasn't cool. I'm saying like we, fucking we, with you. we stayed there for like five hours. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. you guys for, stayed longer than I thought. Yeah. And for me to like do that would meant like, 
he was really cool and fun to talk to. And I was not only enjoying listening to you guys play, but talking to him. And if it would have been somebody else, I would have listened to you guys and been like, oh, yeah. you know, cool. And then depending, like some sometimes people's vibe can just like, yeah. if they're not. Well, right away we came in and Scott and I started talking. After introductions, everybody got to know, yeah. you know here's names. Scott and I went off to the side and mm -hmm. we were talking about yeah. you know, what we were going to do that day for the rehearsal. And then Greg was like, oh, man, let me show you this. Yeah, he and took he, you guys off oh, to dude, do he anything. He showed us like 17 things. And, and you guys were off with Greg. Yeah. And he was like, us, no problem. Teaching me about <laughs> GoPros and AR-15s. Yeah, which is cool of him, too. If we, I mean, yeah. he'd be a good and one to show us And he's all those. about helping us out, which was awesome. So yeah, He's really cool. So, yeah, that was a, it was a really fun day. It was. Shooting guns, big guns, little guns. As, guns. as Calvin would say, hang him with my dudes in the stude. <laughs> Is that what he, <laughs> he said? He kept saying He's like, I can't stop saying it. Hang with my dudes in the, the stude. stude. Yeah. That's cool. But yeah. we are going to talk about a couple other things today. Yeah. Um, what other but, things we got? We got uh, some unpopular opinions. You yeah. Go hashtag unpopular opinions, which I think is just kind of funny in general. Yeah. Um, so some of these are from Reddit and some of yeah. them are from Twitter. But I just like people's unpopular opinions opinions can kind of be people people's popular opinion that's a little that's a little uh, tip people people creatively popular opinions but anyways i'm just gonna start talking about them so it's that but, coffee uh, man we're starting dude to i've had seven coffees it's like getting so hot yeah. <laughs> this is getting like steamy in the spare yeah, bedroom it's studio hot i've had 12 coffees so um yeah so the first one we're going to talk about is uh I've never okay. So DJ Element, which I have no idea, it's his, it's his at Boston Element. He must be at it. his handle. Yeah, it's his handle. But I've never been uh, shot, stabbed, jumped, robbed. Not because I'm some big badass, but because I seldom put myself in the situation for that to happen to me. You know, I really like that opinion. I do. I question how unpopular it is, but. In current time, I think it might be leaning on the unpopular side. Yeah, I think what we might even do right this second when we say it is a lot of people won't. They'll talk about what he's saying, but they won't be about what he's saying. Yes. I feel like a lot of people will say that they are that way. Yeah. But then you put them in that situation and they will be the dude that's like, oh, fuck you. Like put yeah. themselves in the situation where they could get stabbed, jumped or robbed. What are you saying too, right? Like instantly my mind goes to the argument current of the uh, victim blaming. Mm -hmm. Someone gets stabbed. Are you really actually blaming them? Like yeah. they got stabbed. And it's like, well, they walked into a fucking trap, like a known drug house, like yeah. a, a place where violence is known. Yeah. There's personal accountability required in that. Mm -hmm. So dude's right, I think. And on a like on a softer level, I think some people, like if you ever looked at someone, that dude needs to get punched in his fucking yeah. mouth. There's just people that are kind. Of, I don't want to say they're asking for it because that seems kind of. But there are people that literally do things and act certain ways without being considerate of other people yeah. that don't necessarily to be stabbed. But I mean, if if they were to get punched square in their yeah. face, I wouldn't feel too bad about it. What happened to the good old days where you could just pop someone a shiner? Know. You know, I miss them. <laughs> Maga. <laughs> the Indian guy playing the drummer. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, so. That's a little bit of a, like a more serious one. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, there's there's a lot to unpack in that one. And I know we could spend some time. We could. At yeah. some point on. I, I like the idea. It's just going to be a heavy one of the, like you said, asking for it. 
there's a yeah. lot to that depth with all the different crimes, well those are the two like spectrums like you could be always as small as like you know you're just kind of a dick and you yeah. so bad things happen to you because you're not considerate of other people's anything right and then like what you said you know about being like robbed you know like bad shit happens but there is some that can be prevented or it, at least exactly off. Yeah. You I can, lock my car doors. I lock my house. Yeah. Doors. Or not going to, like you said, a trap house or make just making better decisions <laughs> yeah. as a whole. Yeah. That is important. So on a lighter note, appetizers are a terrible idea. People who order them are the reason that Thanos, <laughs> the reason that Thanos was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When we, when we found that one, man, I was like, no, I agree. Yeah. And I'm going out later and I was like second questioning. Am I going to get that appetizer again? I'm the, I am I am that I'm the person she's talking about. We would be the dust and fan I'm like snap. I'm like you just want to get some spin dip or <laughs> And then I'm already hey, Give me some of those gyoza. Yeah. I want some of them dumplings. Yeah, yeah, that's what we were talking about. I was like what is that Chinese food? Japanese. Japanese food. So yeah. And, and Chinese, I mean, mm-hmm. dumplings are yeah. So universally good. Asian. So fucking good. But yeah, you want to get those and then, but my thing is like, I'll get an app and then by the time the food comes, I'm like full, but then I've just forced myself <laughs> to eat an entire meal because yeah. I ordered it or whatever. Cause you order the appetizer because yeah. you're really hungry mm-hmm. and you haven't eaten yet. Yeah. At the same time you put in your order for the other food Yeah. and you know that they have to make both of them at the same fucking time. Like, yeah. is that true? You worked in uh restaurant yeah. before, right? Like, do they make the appetizer and the entree at the same time, and they just like hold off on the food? How does that? <laughs> well, like, de- that's how I've always envisioned. You know it. what? Honestly, Probably wrong. It depends on the person that ordered it. Yeah. So, at me, if I put their app in, wait ten minutes, and then order their food, then it comes out perfectly. Yeah. But sometimes, if I'm in a hurry, I will do what you just said <laughs> and order all of it at the same time, and then let their shit sit in the window. And it wasn't my intention. Like I would try. Like most of the time, I would do it the right way. Heat lamp for the steak, and here's your blooming onion. Yeah. So I would. I mean, it all depends on the person order. I think. I think a lot of times when anytime a server um, blames anything on the kitchen, it's, yeah, that's fucking stupid. I never did that because I'm not going to blame somebody else. I will just say, I'm sorry about that. I'll get you a new one or what yeah. if it's cold or whatever. But but I do think that appetizers are like, that's whoever thought of that is a genius. Oh, it's because, so fucking smart. Because you're right. Like, you, you're full one. It's, and they got you to buy more shit. You buy just more because you're hungry. It's like going to the grocery store when yeah. you're really hungry and you buy all those impulse exactly. shits. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, you know what? I do need six boxes of Cheez-Its today. I do. Or when you buy a bunch of produce and it just rots in your oh fridge. Oh my God, I'm the worst at that. Yeah, I do that too. We'll get like a spaghetti squash and we're like, we're going to make spaghetti squash like <laughs> yeah. uh, like um, like uh, noodles. with. Yep. You know, we're going to be healthy this and we week. Don't do it. And then that no. thing just fucking, I guarantee you there's one in there right now. Oh but, yeah. Yeah. So I did that with bananas. That's when I, I kind of started. That was the start of me taking up baking too. <laughs> see, that's my thing is like, I'll, I'll put down some bananas. Yeah. If I see one bruise, I'll just be like, I'll eat seven bananas right now. I started making smoothies cause yeah, I was like, I'm going to stop, uh, stop, uh, going out to eat so much or eating fried yeah. shit and, you know, trying to, trying to do it right. You can overly put b- too much banana in your smoothie very oh, yeah. easily. You got to watch that. Cause then it just tastes like I, straight banana. I really puree. like that though. The banana, oh, the banana Ugh. flavor is so good. It is, but too much is just, but I let it rot. I buy them all and then I just watch You're probably them not getting die. any cramps. No, dude. 
potassium yeah. overload. Mm, I heard you can die from too much potassium. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Big Bang Theory trash. I actually like that show. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hate that fucking yeah. show. Bazinga. Ugh. And then they made that show yeah. about him as a kid. And then. Wait. I really don't know about that. Yeah, what's uh? I don't even know his Sheldon? name. Sheldon Sheldon Cooper as a kid. Oh, and it's like because they show in the is it the, like a Joey of Friends? Like when they had the, did that spinoff? <laughs> Didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, either, that's yeah. a thing. It was it's just like a half an hour of him being like, "How you doing?" Like that. <laughs> as a kid, Sheldon, yeah. Yeah, or like doing? doing the little under chin flip yeah. thing that he used to do. But yeah, so what do you think about that show? And do they Dude. They, they make it like? They're like, I think it's a did something with nerd culture, but they didn't quite get it spot on. Yeah, it's it's a show about dumb, smart people for dumb people. Yes. So they can feel smart. Yeah. I have a lot of family and friends who loves that show and we've had that conversation. I just don't like it. I yeah. don't get like you watch it and you're like, it's it's not making me feel smarter. I feel stupid. And they took a bunch of things that nerdy people supposedly do yeah that they don't really do and then made it like a joke and then like people i don't know that's just dumb to me like you take something like something that nerdy people don't actually do and then put it on the show and they're like yeah nerdy people totally do that like right and then they have like the then they have the hot chick across the hallway that you know makes the hot wannabe actress waitress yeah the stereotype it the whole show is a stereotype the whole thing is yeah and it I don't know, man. There's maybe probably, maybe I'm like an offended nerd for, for hating it. <laughs> like I'm like, hey, that's not how we are. <laughs> <laughs> so this is gonna be like our uh, well, I don't know one of our first three episodes that people listen to, and people are just gonna be like, if you don't like Big Bang, then fuck you. <laughs> Which is cool, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. It, yeah, want, fuck you yeah, then if we, you like Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, we don't want you listening anyway. <laughs> no, uh, to to that point, something we didn't have written down. We can go back to those, but I I, it's a good segue to it. Uh, I wrote down sports fanships are bigger nerds than nerds. Yeah. Which kind of goes right to the the nerd culture. Well, I've always thought it was hilarious because yeah. I like if you're a giant football fan. Oh, yeah. Which I have many friends. Fucking nerd. No, not only that, but you are like obsessed with grown men. Yeah. Giant. And what they do. Yeah. And what giant done. muscular. Like, dude, he runs so fast. So much so that you have fantasies about them. And you have groups that get together and talk about your fantasies exactly. about these grown men who And wrestle. then it turns into like, dude, Come did on. you see uh, Marshawn Lynch's shirt pulled up when his abs were showing? <laughs> I'm like, it's a little gay, bro. Not that there's Not anything that. wrong with that. <laughs> I would rather you just say that you're gay than be like, dude. Right. His hamstrings are <laughs> the res- wrestling man, wrestling and football. Yeah. I some of the biggest homophobes I know, yeah, are wrestling and football yeah. fans, and they're like I'm obsessed like, with another man's stats. You wear as little as possible and get sweaty with a man on a mat in front of people. Yeah. That's like homoerotic exhibitionism. But I mean, I did jujitsu for a while, and that's the same thing. But I'm a gay. little, I'm a little gay, so <laughs> <laughs> I love touching dudes. Anyways, um. Yeah, so I agree with you My on that. My gay friends are going to listen to this and go, hey, man. You can't. We need yeah. to have a talk. That's a no-no. You can't talk about wrestlers like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're hot. Um, so this is funny. Um, the life of J, J, the letter in Q is this guy's handle. This is on Twitter, I believe. But he said, buying fly-ass shit for a baby is stupid. Oh, man. If they can grow out of it fast as fuck. 
<laughs> and he's right. Yes. Why buy fucking what? What are those uh, Yeezys or Air Jordan or yeah, it's whatever Jordan's the sneaker a lot of culture time. is? And also, if you're having a for babies, if you're having a baby shower and you bring a diaper size one. Fuck you. Is that a thing? Yes, because they grow like. See, I show up and just don't bring shit. <laughs> well, I'd rather you do that than have a bunch I'm of like, diapers. I'm not. Congrats, use. guys. I'm bringing you my personality <laughs> and this great evening. Because if you bring size one, they grow out of it like within the first month. Yeah. And, but but a lot of people just don't know. So then you have like twenty bags of. But the good thing is, a lot of places will let you take them back and return them. For no them. shit. But that's really hey. Cool. Let's just say bush league move for your friends out there. Don't bring size don't one diapers. It. Because there's always going to be one dumbass that does it, and that one guy is good enough for that month. Where, where's the limit then? So one guy can bring it. Yeah. Uh, and you're, then what? What's, and what's the alternative? Do they if, like? Even if everybody in the world heard this podcast right now, there'd still be one guy that brings size one. So you're good on that first month because that one guy brought it. He's got you taken care of. Yeah. And then after that, then what you size got, should you bring? Anything after one, like three, four, five, all the way up. I, the scale. I brought you some of my old thirty twos. <laughs> he'll grow into them. <laughs> These are my grandpa's. I think they'll fit. These are my grandpa's senior cords. <laughs> senior cords. You know that was a thing. Yeah. My grandpa showed me his. It was so cute. Oh. He has them. They they're signed from all his friends from high school. Dude, oh my fucking heart started to weep. Oh, old people are cute. They are. They're adorable. But yeah, he's got a good point. Until they're too old. Yeah, and then just put them down. Uh, but it is, <laughs> it is funny to like this. I love. First of all, the the thing that made us funny is the way the guy said it. He was like, yeah. "Buy and fly ass <laughs> shit for your baby. <laughs> Stupid. They gonna grow out of that shit fast as fuck." He's really passionate about that. That's a dude yeah. who just had a baby. Yeah. Who just he and his girl. Or yeah. guy, or dog, <laughs> whatever. Whatever, because everything's fine. It's yeah, everything. I've got to qualify it all. Mm-hmm. I don't have to. I chose to. Funny. He's a dude who just had that happen to him, mm-hmm. and he is pissed as fuck. Yeah, he's like, like this is bullshit, and I just realized like it. these shoes don't even fit. I actually bought my daughter some Adidas ones. They weren't even nice shoes, but they were like sixty bucks. And then literally two weeks after, we, they didn't fit anymore. And I was like, they were already too. She's small. like, my toes hurt. And I'm like, you're gonna wear them. <laughs> so I'm just cut her toes off. Make yeah, them, make them fit. Yeah, because ballerina those were sixty dollars. You know, I can't be having her not wearing. But this guy's got a good point. I think oatmeal cookies are pretty good. <laughs> I, love I mean, that one. unpopular opinion. Oatmeal cookies are pretty good. Basic as fuck, and he's right. They are good. Yeah, they're all right. I think they're delicious. They're good, but they're not as good as other cookies. I think if you did, especially it, when they have those fucking raisins in it. Oh I was gonna my say, God, well, so good. Oatmeal raisin chocolate chip, delicious. You throw chocolate chip in there, that's a whole different cookie. Raisins get hated on. They do. They're Everyone. not very good. I, I think they're good. I think they're good in like bagels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. It's very specific with some cinnamon, but uh, that's else? basically what an oatmeal cookie is—just softer. I like grapes. I'm more of the I'm more of the hydrated form. I'm more of a guy. wine. I'm a wino. Yeah. You want to come drink with me? Wine. <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, oh yeah, I had one that I had on my phone that I took a screenshot of, but it's pretty funny. We had the uh, hookah one. Oh, yeah. I don't remember what the exact words were that one were. Uh, hookah is bunk. I hate it. It makes me... Makes my throat hurt. Headaches and, and shit. Yeah, because that's how I feel. Yeah. But a lot of people I went to high school with were like, we can't drink. Let's go here. I was part of the, the hookah world. Ugh, it just made me feel ill. Uh, f- 15, I think. 
me and a buddy bought a hookah. Oh, I would say you like, didn't go bought to it online hookah. or yeah. something. Uh, one of those things, 16, something like that. We had a hookah and his mom flipped out because she thought we were huffing oh, weed yeah. in it. Well, hookah is totally like the vaping of the 90s. A hundred percent. It is the vaping of, yeah, the, because of the before. It's just as douchey, which yeah. no offense. Like I, no. I have a little vape thing and our buddy Calvin's like super into it. It's Post Malone on one podcast I watched called it a douche flute and it's <laughs> stuck flute. with me forever. <laughs> but it's like what, play my douche flute. This is one of those things where like it's douchey because people are so into it and there's really like yeah. like you're just pouring money down the drain with like the There I mean, are cloud competitions. I know. I I made a joke yesterday. I was at Calvin's Who house blow the and I cloud. blew it out and I did like wave my hands in it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like he started laughing, but Vape Nace, y'all. Yeah, stop doing that. I'll stop if you stop. Uh, I'm all for self-love and shit, but you don't have to tweet and post about how much you love yourself and how you're doing you all the time. Congrats. That's what you're supposed to do. No one fucking cares. Yeah. Agreed. And I agree. Don't like a lot of things can be said about, don't talk about it, be about it. Like stop telling one, how everyone yeah. you care about yourself and how important you are and, and just do that and be your, and people will see that about you instead of you having to tell people that you're that way. Part of the current, uh, you know, use with tech, they don't understand. I really believe this, that they don't understand that it's going to other people. Yeah. They're just saying it for themselves. Yeah. In the moment. I agree with that. And be- they're putting it out to say, I'm doing good shit. Yeah. Just trying to universe it, but they don't realize it's going to people and people are reading it and going, dude, you, Fuck no, you're not. Well, like, it's yeah, it's like they're almost saying it. Shut up on a platform so that they'll believe it exactly for themselves. They fake it till you make it, but they're doing it publicly, digital. Bring, publicly. That brings up another thing for me is a lot of different phrases. She said like, uh, you know, I'm doing me. Like that's yeah. a very uh, social media phrase. Right. I thought another one was uh, we did a thing. We did a thing. And I always thought like if I did stand up comedy, it would be funny to like. You know, like a brother and a sister standing over their dead parents, like we did a thing, did and they take a picture. <laughs> <laughs> Super dark, fuck. but it's funny as fuck. We did a thing, or like you're standing behind your house as it's burning down, and like we did it, like just shit like that. Because I hate that. I hate when people say we did a thing. We need to do this. This is another. Th- it goes right along with that. Do your thing. I have one like that with. Uh, oh fuck! 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 Don't forget it. Um, babies first. <laughs> Baby's first haircut, oh baby's my, yeah. first park ride. Ba- I want to do that, but with like our friend or something. <laughs> yeah. Baby's 2000th spaghetti like, dinner. What Calvin hasn't done in his life, and we'll just take him to do it. <laughs> like we did yesterday. Calvin's first shooting range. <laughs> we did take that pictures, yesterday. And we'll upload him on Instagram. Yeah, That's funny. We, we did a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Calvin shot a gun. Pew, pew. All right, Calvin, we're going to do a lot of cool shit with you. Yeah, you're just, I mean, he seems like he's done a lot of stuff, but. We're going to make him just do some like, <laughs> like skydive. <laughs> Calvin's first skydive. <laughs> and then as he's like, pl- like right, right when he's hitting the I ground. I hope he doesn't plummet. <laughs> right, right when he hits the ground and has to do that, like where you don't land with your legs. Yeah. You just kind of fall to the ground. We'll have like fall. videotape it. It'll be like a boomerang. And then <laughs> it'll just be like we Calvin's first skydive. <laughs> and then like us as proud parents or some shit. Like that. I love it. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah, so, you know, what are some misconceptions you had as a kid that you found out later? Like, a perfect example for me, for me is, like, when I was reading National Geographic as a kid, I was worried that all bo- all the boobs looked like those boobs. 
That was a worry for you? Yeah, I was like, these boobs don't look very nice. <laughs> you knew then. Yeah, you knew at like, that age, you're like, these boobs, uh-uh. Uh, there's something wrong with these boobs. Grade D boobs. And I'm not saying the color of the boobs. <laughs> I'm just saying that they looked a little malnourished and like I wasn't into them. A little tribal. Nothing that's wrong with their boobies. It's just that I wasn't into right. them. Like I wasn't sexually like, like everyone's like, dude, boobs. And I'm like. Oh, they look like this. How old were you? Do you remember? I don't know. I was riding the bus, so I could. Uh, I'm gonna say like third grade. <laughs> and everyone was like talking about boobs all the time, and I was all about it. Like they look really good when they're in the bra. Right. And then like, and then I You're thought like, that. Yeah, but wait, dude, check out the fucking nipple. <laughs> That's the ticket. <laughs> or just the fact that they're like, like, knee slappers, or like. You know? <laughs> But so as I was, I mean, nothing, like I said, not that there's anything wrong with that, <laughs> but it was I, for me sexually as a kid and like getting my first boners and whatnot, I wasn't right. about uh, that. Right. And then it was really good surprise for me when I saw like my first pair of boobs that they weren't that way. You're like, not Is that me? Is that like you. a shitty thing to say, you think? No, dude. People have preferences, don't we? Yeah. I think it's important to, to be able to like what you like. Yeah. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that that's their thing. Like anime, shitty, like shitty Nat Geo boobs. <laughs> oh come on, babe, dude. Can I buy you some? Po- no, dude. Just give me some Nat Geos. I should be good. <laughs> just put on Nat Geo, babe. What do you want to watch tonight? Uh, misconception that I had. Uh, only one that came to mind right away. I used to. I used to lie. <laughs> I used to. It's pathological lie. I still do, but I used to too. But the thing about I will say about how you lie now is you do it in a way that you sound like you're telling like. Yes. You say it, and then we just don't like. Don't know. Like, there's been so many times with me and Calvin where, like, what did he? Did, was he <laughs> kidding or like we don't know? I love it. Yeah, it's pretty funny. I I, I practice on as our t- keeps us on our toes too. Yeah. We're like, every, you never know. What's you gonna never happen. know. Yeah. I I, I I I go. You weren't there yet, and I'm like, dude, are we gonna get murdered or something? And you're like, I don't know. Or <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know. Who knows? Like, we'll I was see. Like, Should we not get out? And you're like. I wouldn't like shit like 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 you just kind of freaking us. I was actually kind of freaked out when we pulled up to that place. So yeah, I got a lot of practice because I've done it for many many years. One of them, if I didn't know something, I would do you know like I mean what a lot of people do. But as a kid, I remember very vehemently, just passionately lie my ass off to get through it. Yeah, and I remember telling one one time my grandma about the sixteen chapel. There were sixteen artists who came through. They were the best artists in the world, and they were recruited to paint it. And she was like, you mean the Sistine Chapel? And I was like, no, it's the Sixteen Chapel. So I would just lie. But that was a misconception. For a long time, I thought it was because I told myself that lie and then didn't well, fact check. Kids love to do that thing where they like t- you, they will tell you something like that, yeah, and then they'll just swear that it's true. Oh, yeah. My daughter does all the time. She'll right. ask me a question, and I'll answer. She'll be like, do wolves eat people? And I'll be like... Nah, I mean, not Thunder really. Wolves do, baby. <laughs> yeah, they definitely do. But, and I'll be like, well, yeah, sometimes she's like, no, they don't. And I'm like, okay, well, then why okay. did you ask me? I have to <laughs> <All explain. right. laughs> yeah, Okay, whatever you say. Yep. And then I went and got a wolf, and then I was like, <laughs> and now you don't have a daughter. So. No, yeah, so that's how that turned out. But yeah, I just thought, like, it's funny to think about all the misconceptions you had as a kid about how the world works, like how the world works. Trying to think of any other ones that come to mind right away. Distinct misconceptions that I was just Well, I was huh. I, I know didn't that. know how diseases worked. Yeah. So I was like my mom had to take me to the library and this was her way of like getting me to realize that I was acting stupid was like 
she had to take me to the library and we had to look up rabies in the dictionary so that I didn't think I had rabies. Like I had not been bit by anything. This was before the days of Ask Jeeves, wasn't it? Yeah. And I just didn't like every like I heard about a disease and then instead of being like rational and being like, well, nothing happened for me to have that. So the moment I heard about it was the moment that I contracted it. Mom, I have, I have rabies. Yeah, I have rabies. So I'm like, well, she's like, you're not foaming at the mouth. And you're not. <laughs> so that, I mean, that's another, I mean, I was kind of a dumb kid. You know, I don't think I was, I think I was alone <laughs> thinking that I had rabies. So I, mean, I have rabies. Yeah, for sure. I've had it for about seven years now. Yeah. Contracted it at a bus stop. Well, it's like AIDS. You can kind of like, you can really damper the effects of it if you just yeah. take cocktails of medicine. And yeah. So well, like, I just throw handfuls at, uh, you know. Like you you come over sometimes and you look a little drooly. Yeah. And I'm just like, have you taken your medicine? And you're like, oh man, thanks <sighs> for reminding Dude, me. thank yeah. you. I hadn't, I hadn't, I forgot. Yeah. But so. Yeah. Now diseases is a, is a, is a hot button topic right now and it's going to get hotter. As this uh, as this old world heats I, up a bit, I have did, you seen that shit? What all shit. the diseases that we don't know exist that are buried in the oh, ice? Oh yeah, as melt, the world yeah, is yeah. melting. I, I, those I, diseases are being released. I thought you meant like when the heat world, like when things get ooh yeah. spicy. Yeah. I was taking it like Santana, <laughs> but I got it. After this is a hot one. <laughs> <laughs> what is that song? Do smooth, yeah. Uh, the Santana, yeah, I don't know Santana yeah. and Rob Thomas, Ugh. smooth. Yeah, I mean they overplayed that for sure. They the radio killed that song. But, but now that I understand what you're saying about the world heating up and things being melted, and there's yeah. there's frozen diseases that will be unleashed onto this earth that we have no, yeah, no immunity, no yeah. known uh, pathogen, no like, antivirus. It's nothing. gonna be like tuberculosis all over again. Yep. Um, I just saw, and I don't know that this is true, but I saw it online. So it was on Facebook, so it had to be true. But it was like a scientific thing that I follow on uh, Facebook, and they said they just confirmed the second man ever to be cleared of uh, HIV. Yeah, I and saw that. Like he had he has been cleared for of it for like six to eight months or something like yeah. that. And so that's kind of like a big fucking deal. Huge. So the, I think the deal with that probably is that now that they know that they're able to do it, it's going to be like super fucking expensive for like a long time. And then it'll be like anything else where like, you know, Martin it, Screlly gets out of prison. Well, medicine for medicine for AIDS is basically like the Tesla when it first came out. Yeah. Like, you know, it's really expensive. And then once time goes by, yeah. you can, you can, it's, they're obtainable. That's, a, that's something cool that I've learned in, in age, you know, uh, not, not throwing full politics at it at that thought, but with, the development with capitalism, like VCRs, like let's look DVD players. When DVD players came out, they were expensive as fuck because it was new tech. Yeah. And as more people bought them, the tech got better. Yeah. And was more widespread. And now mm -hmm. they, you can't buy one. Like people are giving mm -hmm. them away because they're so well, cheap. Well, you can even phones, say that to computer. like, um, like computer parts, like a, yeah. a tower to, a computer that you get like a Dell you yeah. have at your house used to be a whole building yeah or like a whole building filled with and now they have they've made it in so small that same with cell phones same with a lot of like microchips and I got an SD card or uh, not an SD card uh, flash drive mm -hmm. the other day from Amazon yeah 20 bucks 128 gig mm -hmm. 128 gig I would love to see what how much um 
terabytes SSDs, all that stuff is so so cheap now yeah. compared to what I'd it was. I'd love to see how much out. one of those cost, you know, ten years ago. Yeah, just like or how big they were if they yeah. were like way bigger or it's just crazy how that works. So hopefully with the diseases and the medicines, yeah, dude, I mean. It kind of worries me that they're going to cure that. I mean, I want them to. And I, <laughs> but I'm also scared that everyone's just going to start fucking like crazy. Like, not that they're not yeah. already. But <laughs> I just if they mean cure like, AIDS, we're like done. San Francisco is going to be nuts. Yeah. Well, that's, that's that, that un, unforeseen consequences of, of people's actions and not really yeah. exploring, mm-hmm. I don't know, the bad situation. Bad it also wasn't fair of me to just say San Francisco because I was just like, Specifically. Completely pertaining to gay people in San Francisco, <laughs> but so, something I, I've I've had talks with people before about curing all the diseases. It's it's a really weird topic, right? Like mm-hmm. the idea saying, "Hey, we're going to cure all these diseases" is really cool, and then you're like, "Man, we have so many people that were saved and all these families saved, etc." Yeah. But as we get better with tech, mm-hmm. as we get better with medicine, we're mm-hmm. curing more people, preventing more things. It's gonna be more which, people. Alive, more people yeah. fighting for resources, more yeah. people fighting for food, for jobs, for housing, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. So as we cure more people, and automation starts coming in more, it's we're gonna like, have more and more people, but mo- less resources. Instead of more money, more problems. It's more vaccines, more problems. Yeah, it's it's an because interesting you're, thought. You're exchanging one problem for another. You're exchanging disease and that right. for the uh, there being no resources. Yeah. And we we built our stability on knowing that there's going to be so many people every year who die in accidents. They're also kind of so seems, many die in tobacco and alcohol and yeah, this exactly. and that. And there kind of seems like there's like an impending doom in terms of like the amount of people that are being added to the world. And then if you take away disease and that means more people, you take away a lot of yeah. um, not just disease, but like when they find new things in medicine, period. Yeah. And you and those you add those people to the earth, and then you add the fact that we're constantly expanding on where we build things, and then that's less and less um, property to have agriculture exactly. and different th- different things. It's like almost like a really slow burning wick, and eventually, yeah. I mean, there's so many things that'll probably take us out before then. Yeah, like I don't know, like fucking uh, you think in Yellowstone or the the Madrid, you know, have you ever yeah. heard of the Madrid gap or whatever, yeah. where they're waiting for that giant hurricane. I'm not talking about just the whole world, but right. I think before any of that happens, there's going to be some kind of really terrible thing that happens. I hate, I hate to say that. That's kind of, kind of how it's always been for life. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in general from that fundamental level. Yeah. And we're lucky that we have tech to see mm-hmm. things, but there's still a lot of things that we couldn't even imagine. If you ever want to see like the dumbest shit ever, yeah. go, which is really entertaining to watch, but also really like, I just hate everyone on the show. <laughs> it's called Preppers uh, and it's on Netflix preppers. and they're, but they're so bad. Yeah. It's like guys that are really rich. Like the only, I've only watched like three, I think. Yeah. And it's like these really rich guys and <laughs> it's like, they're like, this guy's like a chiropractor and he's like retired already and he's like he looks like he's like 50 something and he's like overweight and he's wearing all this tactical shit that he doesn't really know how to use and he's taking it way overly seriously seriousness or serious god fuck god (laughs) anyway to the list yeah just uh, pull that up Corey. creativity seriousness um but he takes his kid out to like slit a a goat's throat because he thinks it's gonna like teach him the sacrifice when when things go and i'm not around you're gonna have to learn how to do this but like he makes his one son do it and his other son watch. And that was a little intense. 
But the thing that bothered me the most about it was just like how fucking like he was just a total like he was wasting all this money and yeah. and resources on this, but it was like it was dumb. Like he didn't know what he was doing. I've I've not seen the show, but I've heard a lot about it, and I know some preppers, and yeah. we've talked about that. I don't think there's anything wrong with learning skills oh, I don't and just having that well-rounded, developed human. Mm-hmm. Go hunting, go fishing, I learn agree. how to start a fire, go camping. Like learn those shit because yeah. that's a good human thing to learn. I agree, but don't don't hope for or expect the end of the world so that your fucking prepping can yeah. be effective or relevant then. Like being I think that's what a lot of yeah. those people do. They hope for the end yeah. so that they can say, ah, prepared. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, and being like, there's a difference between having that as a hobby, yeah. which I don't think prepping is a hobby. Mm-mm. It should be a thing that you're doing so that you protect your family right. when that shit goes down. But they see it as like, what's the next new thing I can get for my exactly. prep collection or whatever. And it just seems douchey. And like you said, that they're just waiting for it to happen so they, they can be the guy that... To. Yeah. His fucking like compound was called the Alamo. Yeah. It was just like, it's so stupid. Yeah. And then he has, how big is your dick, sir? Yeah. (laughs) That's the kind of shit that you want to ask those people. Yeah. That's kind of how the feeling I got. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So you have 16 bunkers. Okay. Uh, how, how big is your penis? And his everyday carry was a judge. And I'm like, God, gross. I carried a 44. (laughs) Yeah. You can't really. (laughs) (laughs) How big is my dick? (laughs) But there's other outlining factors that make him a douche. You could carry Separate a 44 all day, and I'd be like, that's fucking awesome. That's cool. This guy doing yeah. it, I'm just like, I hate you. There's, it had a laser on it. I mean, I, my gun, yeah. I have a gun that has a laser See, as well. The, the, the intent, though, man. But a judge, like, that yeah. just blows holes in things. What I got a, four tens on my hip. <laughs> what do you need a okay. laser for? Yeah, why do you? Uh, yeah. Dumb. There are those people, though, in the gun culture that I just loathe. I was at a shooting range with some friends. Uh, we were up north, and one dude fucking looked military as hell. Mm-hmm. He had everything was olive and camo and tan. Olive. Boots, tucked in camo pants, the yeah. olive drab, the mm-hmm. digital camo, all that shit. Yeah. From a truck, uh, big like SUV mm-hmm. with like tinted windows and... Dude was out there. He had like six huge rifles, and every one of them had a foregrip. Every one of them had a, a mm-hmm. buy stock. Everybody had uh, this huge ass scope on it. And he was out there practicing. Didn't talk to anybody. And you know, me and a buddy we were going practicing for hunting, sighting in our rifles and shit. And we were talking to this guy, and uh, buddy's girlfriend just casually said to him, "So hey, like, see all those you know guns with the the scopes? Are you you know you sighting those in for hunting?" He goes, I don't hunt four-legged animals. Oh, my God. And we were just like, you fucking asshole. Like, that this was, is the problem. You are the problem with gun culture. He had that, he had that cocked and loaded. Yeah, he, just, he was ready to say, uh, I hunt people. <laughs> I am a murderer. What's that Fuck fucking you. What's that book where the dude hunts like... Uh, uh, hatchet. No. <laughs> I didn't say the book where the <laughs> kid is in the wilderness. With it. Yeah, that's a good book, though, it isn't is, it? It's pretty, I mean, <laughs> I'd much rather talk about which, that which, book. Which book were you talking about? I don't know what it's called. but it's uh, I Guy wish, Hunts? Yeah, but he looks, he is a rich guy, and he has the, something called, called something games, I think. But Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Nailed it. I'm Anyways, let's keep going. No, that's it. You got it. Yep. Katniss Everdeen oh, and... Uh, I haven't read that book. I haven't watched the movie. I haven't read the book. I, Not because I'm a contrarian. Just happened. I've watched every, or I've seen every single one and I've read every single book. Are they all good? No. 
Which, which the second one book it? was not good. It was like slow. Mockingbird. It's like, it's like after she won and like she lived in like it's 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 much better to see the story of her struggling and having nothing yeah. than it is like she won the Hunger Games and now she has a house and I didn't care about that any of that stuff. Yeah. So it was a little. But then it gets interesting again because she has to go back into the Hunger Games. But it there was a lot of building up to that. And I cannot believe that we're talking about the Hunger Games right now. Yeah, I mean you brought it up. You I said, did. "Hey, did you ever read the Hunger Games?" I was actually talking about Hatchet, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've talked about enough today. What do you think? Yeah. No, get, I think we're. Let's get uh, the fuck out of here and enjoy our Sunday. I know you got some sleep to catch up on because you spent I half the go back morning. out to the studio again tonight. Oh, yeah. And, you and spent, then sleep. He spent like a lot of hours at Denny's. But did you get a Moons Over Miami? No. I uh, m- When Mark, Mark and I went out to talk about the set afterwards and uh, we got there around 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And then time change happened last fucking night. Yeah. So we jumped ahead. That's going to date the episode, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and so we ended up leaving at like 5, 5.30. So I got around 6. I was really sleepy. Grand Slam, yeah. which is what I had. A Grand that, Slam, which? Yeah, dude. Damn, they added itch. It's like the sandwich part of it. Fucking buttered syrup bread. Oh, man. Cheese on both sides. Can't beat that. Eggs with sausage and ham and bacon in it. Mm. Denny's is doing it right. Plus dude. hash browns on the side. <sighs> Three a.m. Denny's is mowed down. Denny's does not fuck around. Let's go to Denny's <laughs> next week on the show. Lincoln Square have, Pancake uh, House, ride or die. That's my spot. Elon Musk. Elon Musk has decided that uh, he supports podcasting and he's yeah. going to show up here. <clears throat> so look forward to that. He said he's willing to smoke pot yeah. live on the air. We have a, a vape pen yeah. from a, from a friend. Yeah. So. So that'll be a lot of so fun. So look forward to that for sure. Thanks for listening. We enjoy everybody out there supporting the podcast, and especially since we're new. Thanks for listening. Follow us on, what were we on? We're on iTunes. We're on uh, Anchor. Anchor, we're Spotify. Probably, yeah, Spotify. And if you go and look and we're not on there, that means we didn't make it on there yet. But we're getting on anything and everything that we can. Pushing our Instagram. Yeah. We can plug so that too. Thunderwolf underscore podcast. Yep. Yep. Follow yeah. us there. See our pictures of Calvin doing real cool things. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start doing that. We did a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, time's up. Goodbye.